Oh, shit. Are you guys ready for a brand new episode of Terribly Funny? I certainly hope so, because here it comes. Hi, friends. How are you? It's me, your best friend, Steve Bazalone. And this, of course, is the podcast where I talk to funny people about terrible things that have happened to them. And today, we have uh, a great guest. Uh, it's the lovely AJ Michalka. What can I tell you about AJ? Well, she's a very talented uh, singer, songwriter, actress. Um, I've been fortunate enough to work with AJ for the last three, four years on uh, uh, the situation comedy The Goldbergs. She's a delight. She's always uh, very friendly and also is quite the cinephile. Fun fact. Uh, but you've seen her a bunch of other things. She's one half of the singing duo with her sister Allie uh, called Allie and AJ. Uh, they happen to be working on a new album right now so if you're fans of them, buckle up. It's coming soon, I think. Uh, also, you've seen her in things like Super 8 and Lovely Bones, uh, Grace Unplugged, uh, 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 Silicon Valley. She's done all sorts of stuff. Hellcats. Uh, and you can check out the movie that she made with her sister a little while ago called Weepaw Way for Now. I believe it's on iTunes and maybe even Amazon. So check that shit out. She's talented. Support her. Um, and today, Man, does she have a doozy of a story? Uh, I'm not going to say much about it. I'm just going to say it involves, um, well, the perils of, of mixing orthodontia and oral sex. Yeah, yeah, so buckle up. Uh, and that's it. That's all I'm going to say, except for, hey, if you like this podcast, go to our iTunes page. Uh, subscribe. That way you don't have to you know, keep on checking in to see if we got a new episode. It'll just show up in your inbox and say, ding, brand new episode. Listen to it, buddy. Um, also, we're into social media. Go to, uh, if you want to check us out on Twitter, it's terribly underscore funny. Our Instagram is terribly funny podcast. You can see pictures of me and my very attractive guests. Also, sometimes pictures of my wiener dog, Duncan. He's a handsome fella. Who doesn't want to see that? Uh, and if you want to drop us a line uh, and say, hey, great episode. Love, AJ. She seems rad. Also, you're cool too, Steve. You can do so. So it's terribly funny podcast at Gmail. I, I, I legitimately, genuinely like having a dialogue with you guys. So if you have anything, any questions, any requests, drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. And that's it. I'm done. Done with that part. Now let's get to the good stuff. And by good stuff, I mean, oof, an uncomfortable story for anyone out there who happens to have a penis. Uh, here we go, gang. Uh, brand new episode of Terribly Funny with AJ Michalka. Yourself and your work to shelf your own music, you're in a good place. Like Adele yeah. scrapped a whole record before this last one. 
She seems to be doing okay. She's doing all right. She's doing all right. Yeah, she can do anything she wants at this yeah. point. But yeah, well, the process right, has been really cool. I mean, we've now been writing for, I'd say almost two years, this new music. And Allie and I took a huge break. So we haven't released music in 10 years. Does and it, Do you really want to like do more... Because 10 years, you're a totally different person. You're an totally, adult person. Totally different. Your brain is developed I know. Now. I know. Like, yeah. we were signed at 13 and 15. Like, we Jesus. had no idea who we were. We yeah. were making up relationships to write songs. Right. But we were writing. That was the coolest thing. Yeah. A lot of it was just false. Yeah. That's okay, but some yeah. of it was real experience. You know, not like you're not going through things at a young age. You, yeah. you are. Um, young MJ didn't really... He didn't know, he didn't who, know. who he wanted back. But he wanted somebody it's, back. He, he knew he wanted someone back. Yeah. He felt it in his yeah, little exactly. heart. So, Allie and I just decided... We're making music again. It's been 10 years. It's time to come back. It's yeah. We found the love again for it. Because we. I have to say, we truly lost. It sounds so sad when I think about it, but like lost the passion for it. Once yeah. the acting took over and the music kind of disappeared, we'd already experienced what it was like to be young artists and get signed super young and have songs do really well and all that was great. But the music industry changed so quickly and yeah, Ali and I didn't know how to fit. You, you guys are right in the cusp of that too. Totally. Yeah. I mean, we were around when like MySpace was just coming out, yeah. you know? So it was like one of those things where, I don't know, we weren't inspired for a while. Writer's block kicked in. We weren't passionate about music. And so we just said, let's not push it and let's yeah. see if we find it again. And then two years ago, we both came to each other and we said, it's time to write again. Like, are you feeling what I'm feeling? And yeah. we both were like, yeah, let's do it. Let's Let's get to our mentor and ask him what he thinks is best. Were you still in that period? Were you still like doing things too? Was it just like, I just need to step away from music in general? Or were you just like still fucking around on your own just for like fun? Not really. No. No, which is really sad. Wow. It, it basically, we, we stopped cold turkey. Well, that also makes sense when you're so young and you're like, even though it is a passion or a vocation, when you're yeah. still like kind of forced it, or we're not forced into it, but when it's. No, but when it's heavily um, pushed by so many machines yeah you don't feel like you have independent what's well, like, like young kids who are like gymnasts and they're like yes. yeah you're really good at this but like i just want to fucking do something else kind of a little bit i don't want to get up at five in the morning every day and stretch totally yeah. no it's true so it was definitely a real passion of ours yeah but at a certain point i think once we left our label and made that record that didn't really make sense that we shelved i mean we just went where are we in the music right. industry we don't know and a lot of things were breaking that we didn't find ourselves being able to be compared to mm. so we're going if that person's doing really well and that person's doing really well where do we fit like right. we just were confused yeah so we went to our mentor who's been a dear friend of ours he's the head of anr at warner brothers this guy mike elizondo who i adore he you know worked alongside dr dre and eminem for years mm-hmm. and he's a super talented guy he's done so many great acts from like keith urban to 21 pilots to Muse, it's like his, sure. he just runs the whole gamut. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, we came to him and we were like, would you kind of help us oversee this project? Like now that we're in our 20s, right. we want to get back into music. And he was like, absolutely. I, I think you guys are, are um, on to something special. And he was like, I have two guys that I want you to work with. And if you gel, then great. That's great. And those guys have ended up being our main writing partners and our producers. And that's fantastic. And we have an EP ready. Yeah. And it's exciting this time. It's so exciting this time. Yeah, that's cool. And I've never loved what we have written right. more. Right. Which is really cool. And I, I love the stuff we wrote when we were kids. Like, I'm not ashamed of really any of it except for maybe two songs where I'm like, no, yeah. this could go. But that's like, I mean, but, if I go look at anything I did, if the shit I did five years ago, like, Ugh. Right. But like when exactly. I was 15, oh man, what There's a disaster. There's so much that you're yeah. like, lame. Oh, it's just terrible. Because you're still like just a 
little child who's like, kid. Oh, yeah, you're figuring things out. Totally. You're literally learning like new words every day. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So some songs are just going to be duds, but, and they'll always live on the internet and that's fine. Well, that's rad. And you know, sometimes you got to write a song about your sister called On the Ride. Oh. About being on the ride together and on a journey of a roller coaster. Yeah, that's fun, man. Yeah, so that's one of them I regret, but it's a sweet one. That's very cool. When I see, even though I don't know you that well, when I see like a sibling relationship because I'm an only child, when I see a sibling Aww. relationship, I never missed that because I grew up with a bunch of cousins. Oh, that's cool. You had um, siblings, basically. Yeah, my mom was like one of nine, so like I have like 31 or 32 first cousins. Oh, my time. And when growing up, I'm not as close to them anymore because I live far away and also they have families and lives, but when growing up, we were very, very close to a bunch of them, so yeah. I didn't miss having a sibling, really. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I didn't know anything else, but like whenever I see like right. siblings, like you guys seem to be like super close, and it's like really close. Oh, that seems kind of nice. Yeah, it's you guys are cool. like a, a sibling relationship to aspire aspire to, I suppose. That's sweet. Thanks. Yeah. Well, hey man, I'm just, That's cool. I'm just trying to you know buff you up, right blow, on. blow smoke up your ass Thank before you. we talk about some bad stuff. Thank you. It worked. It worked. <laughs> um, that seems like a relatively clunky and seamless transition. Uh, tell me about well, some... now. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. <laughs> Okay, I have a story that, oh my goodness, I'm actually really good friends with this guy, and he would laugh with me telling this, so I don't mind. I'm just going to dive in. Sure, man. Um, it's a little graphic, I will say that, and it's FW. As I said, we, uh, um, a buddy of mine came on and just talked about an uh, infection in his taint. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah, it was rough stuff, that, man. That can't feel good. No, but it was... It was a people really responded to it because I guess that's a thing. That's a that's human a, bodies are gross. Yeah, they are. They yeah. are. And maybe other people really could relate to that story. They're like, I've sure. been there. Yeah, man. So it's nice that he was honest and just went for it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I was about seven, 16, 17. I was dating this guy who I'm now super close friends with. Um. I'm not going to say his name. Um. Even though no one would know him anyway because he's not an actor <laughs> or a musician sure. or an athlete. Yeah, still. Um. Anyway. I used to travel. He is born and raised in the UK. And so we were in a long distance relationship as kids. And we were together for about two years. As a kid? No idea. Makes no sense. Don't know how you do it. Were you out there? Was he here? We would go back and forth. But the reason why we met is because of a mutual friend. Okay. Who connected us on BBM at the time. What the fuck is BBM? You don't remember BBM? No. Blackberry Messenger? Oh. Oh, yes. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, all right. It's I, been a long time. It's I been understand. a long time. Like, I yeah. feel like I was more of the sidekick crew. Do you remember sidekicks? Oh, I was really late to having a sidekick, but I, not, I had one. It was not great. Also, I had a flip phone for entirely too long. Did you really? Yeah. The Razor? Uh, I had the Razor for a bit. I had this other one, just like the block, like a sprint block. Uh-huh. Point is, BBM did not ring a bell for me. Interesting. I was a major a BBMer. Yeah, I can see that. So you grew, up, you grew up here. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. If you're a Valley kid and you all have, you know, mm-hmm. Blackberries, that's what you're going to do. Yeah. So, me and him, that's how we met, was literally a friend connecting us on BBM. Anyway, long story short, we were pen pals for a year. Then he approached me via BBM and was basically like, I want to meet you. We've never met. Which, it could have been a catfish situation. It could have been really bad. He basically said, I've never been to California. I'd love to come out. Maybe I can get to know you in person. He came out. We were young. We became yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend. That's it lasted great. a couple years. Also, it was so sweet. It's amazing that like you fell in. It's, it speaks volumes to the fact that you're really into this guy beforehand because like the best part of dating a British dude is the fucking the accent. accent. And you so you're going off nothing. BBM, yeah. No. Uh, and I think maybe we would have Skyped. That would have been around. But okay. not FaceTime. Yeah. That wasn't even, yeah. you know, a thing. So anyway, I got to travel quite a bit with him and his family, just being the fact that they were in Europe. And That's I got great. really close to his parents. And his parents would take me on these, like, really um, 
beautiful elaborate trips. Like mm. we would go to Cannes or Nice and oh, we would wow. take out a boat and we would, you know, travel. We'd go to Saint-Tropez and his family brought me along to a lot of cool trips. Anyway, I was lucky enough to um, go on a yacht trip with them in the south of France. And at this point, I had gotten to know them really well. This yeah. was like a year into our relationship. And late one night, as you do, fooling mm-hmm. around. Sure. At this point, let me say this is a big part of, of the story. I yeah. have braces on. Oh, for sure. You're that Which, age. of course, you're going to yeah. have braces. Also... This is like your family and their family. Very cool to be like, yeah, let our teens. We'll just take oh, them all over the place. Ridiculously cool. Oh, like, makes no fantastic. sense. But got to know each other to where they felt safe. Yeah, their like, kids this is a part time. of my family, too. Uh-huh. Part of my family that they, like, mess around. Right, like, do stuff right. with their parts together. But we're going to ignore But whatever. Yeah, yeah. fine. <laughs> with their parts. Mm-hmm. So let's just say my braces and his part mm-hmm. interact. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, boy. You know, I don't want to get into too much detail, but... And you're on a yacht. We're on a yacht in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the south of France. His parents are in the bedroom next door. Oh, boy. The, you know, skipper of the boat is down below, and then me and this guy are in another room. That's it. Those are the only people on deck. You don't have many options. No options. Are you thinking like... It's a bloodbath. Oh, Jesus. I know. So is he freaking out? He's freaking out. He turns white as a ghost. Sure. Which, as you'd would. Yeah. And he's like, you got to get my parents. Like, we don't, I don't know what to do. Oh. And I was like, See, I, wait. First thing, I think first thing, like, let's get the skipper. <laughs> but I guess you're so, like, I would be like, I don't want to, I'm going to last, if I can, if the skipper can help me out, then I'll have to go to mom with Totally. Bloody let's wake door. up the skipper. Yeah. So, is that what they're called? That's what they'd be called, right? What's a skipper? Yeah. I think so. Or, or a captain? Yeah, a captain. Yeah, I mean, sure. I like skipper. I always called them, so mm-hmm. yeah, it sounds playful. It does. Yeah. So, I, I, I put a towel on, and I knock on the parents' door. Oh, no. Yeah. But you're, like, close with them, so it's not... I like... am. At this point, I'm actually really close, because it was almost like a foreign exchange student thing. Right. Because it's such a long distance, yeah. you end up staying for a month, because oh, wow. you're, like... You know, it's expensive and it's like you want to get to know each other. And so I might as well stay here for a while. So I, at this point, yes, I've gotten to know the family pretty well. But are you still freaking out? Do you still have that that, that palpitation kind of sensation? Freaking out. Heart is beating out of my chest. I'm so nervous to approach them. I'm nervous I've scarred their son for life. Uh Uh-huh. And I've knocked on their door. Oh, no. And his mom wakes up first. And I'm like... Sure. Is that better or is that worse? I think it's... mm, because I'm wondering... I think it's better that it's a female. I think for me, it would... Oh, I don't know, man. You'd say the dad? I don't... Well, because I think the dad would be like, you did what to my daughter? I'm like, nah. But the mom... I think maybe... <laughs> I agree. I think I'd probably want the mom. I think so. Yeah. I think... Yeah. Yeah. But regardless, they both ended up coming to uh-huh, the room. Of course. So, you yeah. know, it's a lose-lose. Right. Lose. Yeah. Um, so I and get the mom's attention. You, you're full out in the water. We're full out. Oh, boy. Full out. So I get the mom... And I'm like, there's been an accident. Uh-huh. I kind of explain like mouth area uh-huh. <laughs> just by using hand signals. Were you, uh-huh. you were not. You're like, I don't want to say. I don't want to say. <laughs> yes. I don't want to go too clinical and say penis because that's weird. Super weird. I don't want to say like any of the like the dick or cock. I don't, I just, Can't I would, do that. Just do area. Yep. Uh-huh. Just motion to it. Yep. So she's like. Oh my gosh, she goes into full mom mode. She handles it really well. Yeah. She's getting like antiseptic out. She's getting the first aid kit. She's, no joke, filling up a glass of water Uh, with like, you know, salt. uh You know, you're supposed to sterilize and is literally having him dip into the water. Oh, wow. Into a cup. When he came in, Mm -hmm. so when they enter the room, is he just toweled and freaking out? Yeah. And blood is everywhere. He's actually at this point on the toilet. 
not knowing what else to do yeah. because it's just a mess. And he's like, and he's white. He's white as a ghost. Like I thought, I couldn't believe he didn't faint. Wow. Is, and yeah. towels everywhere. It's also a fascinating. I don't have not had this experience, mm-hmm. but I remember like at a period where I was in like a dire, when I was in the hospital and just like was so sick and vulnerable. Yeah. And it was like such a weird thing to like, but my mom had to wash me and it was oh. like, I mean, just like help me in the shower. Right. You know what I mean? And right. I was just like, I was like, well, I guess there's no shame here. I don't, Zero. I'm a 24 year old man, man, I'm a kid, but like, you but know still. what I mean? Like still, but it's just like, it goes out the window whenever you need it. Right. Like, mom, I'm help sure. me. It's like mom, son, done. Yeah. Not, you're not thinking about anything else. Oof. But it was one of those things where it was like, I'm now anointed into the family in a really weird way. And yeah. his dad came in and like put his arm around me because I was sobbing uncontrollably. And his dad is like this incredibly kind English man who has been basically in the industry for years uh-huh. and you know quite serious but also has a great sense of humor and right. so he's able to look at this situation and pretty much laugh about it before all of us well that's good which Wait, was I, great not to stop you but I feel like we just jumped over some stuff we did we walk in <sighs> we did into he's in the bathroom yeah freaking on the out. toilet <clears throat> white white as a ghost uh-huh. and then the mom just kicks into high gear she's yeah she's now Nightingale. yep yeah. she's now just here we go start Start dipping. What? And that's just, that's enough? Well, no, not enough to do much, but Uh it's enough to, it was able to stop the bleeding a little bit and to at least sterilize. Okay. And then at that point, I think. That's an area you don't want an infection. Exactly. Yeah. The rest of the trip, let me just say, there's no, there's no jumping in the ocean. Oh no. no. There's no. Yeah. So to this day, I think I asked him too, I'm like, do you have a scar from this? He's like, no, no, I'm good. Well, I guess it is, I, yeah, I imagine it's an area that heals pretty quickly. I, I, I guess, so. I guess. It depends on where it is, yeah. right? Um, so they just, like, after time, it just stopped. Like, it eventually pressure. stopped bleeding. They, he, he, I shouldn't say they, like, we all applied pressure to it. That uh-huh. was really weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he ended up making sure it stopped bleeding. And we were able to somehow, I guess she was able to get a wrap, something. Like, he was able to bandage it. I don't really know how you bandage that, but... Here's a practical question. This was just where my, my yeah. mind goes to because you're still... He's, like, what, a 17-year-old kid or something? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we're 17, 18. That's still an age. It's not that young, it's but... not that young. But no excuse for, for a braces issue, really, but kind of. I mean, I mean, come on, man. I mean, that could have happened at any time. Weird, weird... So, look, when you're, like... Going at it, especially when you're young and feverish. Yes. Stuff happens. Yes, you're right. And you got one, you know, one piece of metal that's a little astray. Oh, no. I know. No, that's a bummer. But I guess my question is, like, he's at an age where his hormones are, you know, pretty high. Right. And so he's got a a wound. He's... In an area where a lot of blood is rushing. Yeah, but it feels like it's also, like, it's speed. Like, he... The inverse of speed. Like, he... Right. I imagine for the next couple weeks, like... Erections off the table. Totally. Because oh yeah, because as soon as you even get one, uh-huh. the pain is. The pain also might reopen the. Oh no. Oh totally. It was, and there was like a week left on the trip. Oh boy. So it was like no fooling around, uh-huh. no ocean. Yeah. I mean, he was also, just. Also, wear all your sweatpants. Whatever you have that is like dumpy, put it off. Extra, extra large. Uh-huh. Like I don't even know how you'd wear boxers. Like nothing yeah. that can restrict you. I'm talking about you. Oh, oh, like, yeah. He's an 18-year-old kid. Like, I cannot... Oh, oh, me. Yeah. Like, we're a muumuu. Yeah, get out of here. I need a, no, no arousement at all. <laughs> like, just be in a hospital gown. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But no backless No, it's got to be, it's gotta be, it's gotta be a, a two covered... hospital grounds covering both sides. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, poor so, kid. um, he was able to wrap it and stopped the bleeding, but I gotta say, 
I mean, that dad, he made me feel so much better because he just put his arm around me and was like, it's going to be okay. Worst things have happened to my sons. And I'm going, what the hell have happened yeah, to your other yeah, sons? Exactly. Which to this day, I don't really know. I should dig into that because we're still good friends. But um, yeah, the recovery was was a struggle. But I, like I said, <laughs> I, I bonded with that family like no I'm other sure. on that trip. Was it weird that... Okay, I remember when I was... I feel like the story peaked. I think that was it. Yeah, well, that's great, though. I mean, that's a hell of a peak. <laughs> no, it's, or it's a valley. It's one of the two. It's the apex of the It's something like that. I guess the, 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 um, the lesson is uh, get your metal get your metal checked before yeah. the trip. You know, yeah. really get those adjustments in. Go that's to the dentist. Get those adjustments kids, in. if you're fooling around. But also, I wonder how, like, how much the uh, leaps and bounds they've had in orthodontia in the last 10 years. Oh, interesting. Or eight, nine years or whatever. Just Probably. because I know when I was a kid, I used to have this thing. I was talking about this the other day to a friend. I had an expander. Oh, Do you know my, what those were? The key? Yeah. Okay, so many people have dealt with this. It's and it so seems like barbaric. a really painful thing. It seems, cr- I mean, like, the, it didn't. It was hard because there was like these fangs that hung down. So I remember when I first got it, it took me like a week to learn how to relearn to eat. But then like oh, no. once every week or two, my mom would have to stick a key in and fucking expand your skull. Your so, pullet, your palate. Yeah. Basically, expi- it's insane to me. It was like My so cousin archaic. had this and yeah. I couldn't believe this was a real thing. But I, I was lucky I didn't have, I don't know if that's still a real thing. I don't, it can't be It feels like they I mean, I'm actually curious now, but... I think about like the headgear that I used to see like on kids when I was like eight. My sister had like, that. What is what? You look like Jaws from James Bond. Yes, it's crazy. It's insane. Well, hopefully they made leaps and bounds in orthodontia, so wieners aren't getting mangled. <laughs> I hope they did. Yeah. For all the young boys out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, when I remember when I was like fifteen years old, I mm-hmm. dated my like high school girlfriend was like a year older, and uh, I was like a latchkey kid, so my mom was. You know, never, or she'd be around, but she didn't get home from work till like seven or eight. Right. But uh, came over after school and we were messing around and I used to have the room upstairs. So I'd put like the pillows in the window because it was a smaller window. Oh. So it'd like be super dark. Yeah. And I, they just, I could sleep late. Cause Make like yourself a, a little man cave. Yeah, exactly. And so messing around with my girlfriend and we were not like she was, sex was not being had. It was like, right, I was right. like, huh? And she's like, mm-mm. I was like, okay, fine. Uh-huh. Um, but like, it was so, she was just on top of me. And I think maybe she had her bra on. It was like, not that salacious. But we didn't hear. My mom just like, bursted in the door. And it was immediately, I've never had an erection go away so quickly. It was like, such fear. <laughs> just shrieked inside Immediately. And then she just said, she's like, Emily, I think it's time for you to go. And she's like, uh-huh. And she like, booked it the fuck out of there. But then she left and I was like, I immediately went to like clean up, like I'll clean things up and like nothing was happening, mom. And I'll cut the grass, like right, do whatever I can. Right, to. right. Um, but I remember the next time they saw each other, it was like the, we- I just remember feeling so. I'm sure. So the next morning where you like had this vibe, like I. Oh, I was uh, like a, like a puppy with the tail between my legs. I mean, it was like. I came up to them and I was like, here's the sheets and the uh-huh. towels. Oh. Where, where's, where do I do laundry? Uh, what can I do to help? What can I do to help? You know what, Skipper, you take off. I'm just going to do all the work here. <laughs> I'm going to do everything I can to like make it, make this okay. I'm guilt. I mean, it was, I'd say a day passed where I was super, super embarrassed and shy. And then after that, it became such a laugh on the boat yeah, that well, like the whole crew knew, like, because they would just tell them. Like, yeah. they were just like, oh, this girl just annihilated our son. Like, oh, no. And it became like a, an English joke for them mm-hmm. so quickly that I was just, you know, the, the butt of the joke. And yeah. I, I ended up kind of just saying, I'm, I might as well laugh yeah. at them. That's going to be better than just feeling awful then, for the next exactly. week of this trip. Exactly. So after the, after the day after, 
the day after the yeah. day after, uh-huh. it was uh, it was a lot better because I was able to laugh at them. But I was sworn to secrecy to never tell his brothers, uh-huh. who I hope don't listen to your podcast. I'm sure they don't. Um, but I'm really close to his family, and I am now the godmother of oh, wow. his nephew. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, so I'm super close to the family, but I've never told the brother this. Oh boy! So it's it's interesting. Why would that be like a real like? It would just it. He would just get a lot of shit. He for would it. get so much shit for it for the yeah. rest of his life that he's yeah. like, I'd rather not give them more ammunition. How much longer did the relationship continue after that? Because that's like one of those things that could be like a well, I don't know, like. Yeah. This is also a very personal question, so uh-huh. feel free not to answer. But like, okay, so this happens. Mm-hmm. You're on a boat. It's great. The, well, that's not great. But the, then the trip re- is great. Recoup. Yeah. And it's yeah. like fun. What is it like when you re-enter into a, any sort of sexual situation again? Is it like, oh boy, we gotta go real slow here? Was there a lot of like? Well, we couldn't that entire trip. Sure. So do you mean the next one? Yeah, like, like yeah. was there a PTSD? Like, I don't know. I, a little bit. I do yeah. remember the first trip being, but again, he was able because of being English. I think taking everything as like a a joke. You know what right. I mean? Like, let's not have this again. And yeah. it's like, I know yeah, I've been okay. through this already. I get it. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm like, I don't want to hear about this anymore. Yeah. Um, but I remember there being. Was there a sense of awkwardness when we kind of reconnected? I'm sure there had to have been. Well, I guess it's also like you, because of what you're saying, you're like, you would just have these long chunks of time shooting long distance. Right. So, so you have time to go away and like, mm, I forget about that. I just want to see you again. Exactly. Yeah. At that point, it's been a couple months and you're like, all right, who's coming, you know, next? Are you coming oh, to LA? Am I coming to England? Oh, man. It was really, it was not an easy relationship due to that. But yeah, probably together after that for another year. I took her together for about two years, but it was it went off and on right. once, and then the distance was too hard. Which then I dated this guy from Canada who what I is absolutely. Happening? What are you doing? I all? know that's what I'm saying. You I cannot live in a big seem. City. I cannot seem to just date an American human being. Uh, maybe there's. I mean, even even a, another state. Just let's bring it into the America. Yeah, let's get like so I don't need a passport to see somebody. Right. Wow. I know. Because you live in a town with a lot of good-looking people. I do, but. It's yeah. a little hard. L.A. is good-looking, yeah. but maybe not on the inside. Yeah, I know. You know? Look, I mean, as I said, I've three years of being single, and it was fun to see new boobs. That was great. There you go. Because I didn't think I was going to see that. So I was, like, married and happy. And I was like, right. that was great. But right. then, you know, when I when I got back to it, I was like, oh, this is exciting. Right. right. It's also demoralizing and empty if it's not. It can be. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I understand. But not this lady. No, she's great. Lady she's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Did, is there ever in the back of your mind is that is this totally gone now just an anecdote or is it like every, every so often do you like a flash like uh-oh oh I totally I, it flashes in my head more oh, than it should man. yeah it's more, crazy I would imagine yeah I think because I'm still so connected to the family that right. you're constantly reminded when you go to a dinner party or when you visit or whatever it's like oh this is the American that uh, you yeah. know what she did and now at this point a lot of the family knows so at this point it's probably gotten to the brothers yeah and they're just they're trying to be classy about it and not saying anything <laughs> to me. But I bet they uh-huh. heckle them all the time. Like, I'm actually curious now if they know. They well, lost. Yeah, I get it. So that, it'll never go away. That'll bond you to a family forever. Forever. Yeah. Forever. I'm, well, I'm pretty much married into it without a ring. Well, I'm just glad. Yeah, that's good. But I'm glad that it hasn't, <laughs> hasn't like, uh, scarred you into other relationships. No. That I have not felt. Yeah. Pro- if, now, if I had braces on mm-hmm. again... It would be that would just open up the avoid wound. Avoid that. Avoid that. I'm gonna avoid that at all costs. No. However, I do have permanent retainers. Well, that's different. That's it's fine. different. That's not gonna do anything. There's no sharp edges. No. No. Yeah, you're gonna be fine. It's it's total. It's connected to your teeth and really smooth, and you can't even tell I have them. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 good. I'm in the park. Okay. 
But I'm going to be telling my future children. Yeah. When you know, not to encourage uh-huh. you know too much foreplay at a young no, age, but no. but we're going to be real. We're going to talk about stuff. And yeah. if they have braces on and they're a little older, I'm going to let them know. Hey, be careful. Well, that's like the the best fear tactic. It actually, is that's like they, actually, they won't want to do anything. You get to be sex positive, but also say like, hey, just say no. This you is might, what happened to your mom. You might mangle. You might mangle somebody. <laughs> yes. So. You know, think twice about jumping into a thing with somebody you don't really care for. With metal on your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a good point. I could really scare them. No, I'm glad we got to this point. Me too. I'm glad there was a lesson learned. We made plans for your future parenting. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, I guess I I usually ask everybody if they have any advice, but I think the advice is pretty clear here. Mm -hmm, Just be careful if you're worth a dacha. Yeah, that is the advice. That's the core of my audience either, so. I don't think I have a lot of uh Now teens. do you do you give usually like a little story of your own? Or um, have you ran out at this point? No, no, I mean it's just kind of like as as you know, conversation goes. Like I I don't think I've never talked about, you know, getting walked in on by my mom. But got it, like, got you know, it. Yeah, thank you for that little treat. Sure, sure. No, that was great. I remember after she um so she ran out terrified mm-hmm. and then I went into like basically like it's okay uh, what can I do I'm, I feel uh-huh. like I've you know had like heart beating kind of sensation and then 10 minutes went by and my girlfriend Emily like kind of like slowly walked back in she's like uh, Mrs. Baslone you're, <gasps> you're blocking my car in get out so she went out into the she apparently she told me afterwards she went to the car and she was sitting in the car and didn't know what to do because this was pre cell phone. Uh-huh. So she was just like sitting there. She was stuck. Yeah, and she was like, "Should I just abandon my car? I'll just right. come back for it later. Right. Fuck she's it. Like, I'll just like, I'll, walk. I'll walk the three miles home." Like it was. She almost considered like I would almost further. do that after yeah, being that embarrassed. Uh-huh. Who can show face again five minutes later? Hi, yeah. hi. I'm the girl that was on top uh, of your son I in a bra. To, uh, I gotta uh, move my car. Uh, I gotta go. Yeah, that's bad. And my mom could be a little. That's sitcom stuff. That's actually yeah. funny. Yeah, my mom could be a tough cookie. So. I mean, I was afraid, and I wasn't the stranger or the not family member. Right. So. So it would be hard to approach her on that. Yeah, level. my mom said that after that, she she told me this years later. She went to, because she was never home early, but she was like trying to get in like a fitness kick. So she went to see a trainer afterwards, uh-huh. and she told the story to a trainer who was like a young guy, it was probably like a twenty six year old dude who was uh-huh. like you know a trainer, and said that he laughed the entire. Time. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm just like, come on, you can't be hard on right. it. Right, it's your boy. Yeah. So. He was, I think he probably helped me out because otherwise I'd probably... He softened the blow a little bit. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Have you seen this girl since? Yeah, she's an old old friend. She's an old friend. Really? Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, I think we we call each other on like birthdays. Yeah, that's cool. And I see her probably every couple years because she lived in the UK for a while. She does like theater and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I like hearing that people are still connected after all that time. Yeah. Because you hear those stories of like young love and then it's like you might not ever see the person. Yeah, it's such a bummer how that can be fleeting, right? It's sad. Yeah. Sad. There are a couple out there that I don't think I'll ever see again. Which is, I, it's par for the course. Yeah. I feel like it's weird. And I have this is a thing that I sometimes get into with people. Like I am close with um, a lot of my exes, almost all of them. You know what? I can say that about myself, and most people think that's crazy. Yeah, and I, I look. I get like sometimes. I think you know once you break up with somebody, there needs to be like a separation at church and stay for a totally. while. Like you need to be like, okay, I need to cleanse totally. the system. But I don't know. To me, it feels like. If you're dating somebody in earnest and serious for a while, you know, more than just like a month or two. Right. Like they become, whether you think it's a cheesy sentiment or not, they become like your best friend for that period, they right? Do. And I feel like it's like sometimes weird just to, unless there's some egregious wrong by either person. Totally. And to you're just, just like, like I can never out. see you again. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I agree. Majority, majority of my relationships I'm still friends with. 
Well, I think yeah. we're both very emotionally mature. I think we are too. I think that's the most important thing that's come out of this is how, oh, I great, love that. how great we are. We're so fantastic. Uh, we're really just ahead of our time, ahead yeah, of our age. I agree with us. I agree with everything we're saying. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, so the takeaways here, uh, we're great. We're great. You and I. Orthodontia blows. Yeah, orthodontia blows. And be careful where you, be blowing. Careful. <laughs> it blows yeah. while blowing. Yeah. And be careful where you take your yacht. Because if you're yeah. too far from land. Uh-huh. I think that's that's a thing that everybody is. That's a universal truth. That is, that is careful just a truth. Be careful where you take your yacht. I mean, that's everybody has has been in that problem with their yacht before. Everyone. And you know what? Everyone's in can right now. So they sure. all would totally relate to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. A lot of yacht, yachtsmen listen to this. So many yachtsmen. <laughs> I know you have a yachtsman audience. Yeah, of course. I can it's sense that. It's very bougie. It's a very nautical podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, miss. Thanks for having I me. I really appreciate it. Thanks, this was fun. Yeah, I see evidence. Well, there you have it. I think we all learned a valuable lesson today, and that is uh, if you happen to have braces, just be careful. Be careful. Don't get too carried away when you're involving somebody else's genitals. Um, yeah, I think that should be, I think that's a very valuable lesson for us all to have. I don't know how many of us still are, are rocking orthodontia, but if you are, just for the love of God. Take it slow, man. There's no rush. Uh, thank you so much, AJ, for for inviting me into your home. Uh, it was lovely to talk to you. You're fantastic. Again, uh, check out their movie, Weep Out Way, for now. Um, and also, thank you to Hayden Fongheiser for doing everything behind the scenes. Thank you to Julia Pott and Kingdom Flying Club for art and music. And the biggest thanks per usual, gang, uh, goes to you guys. You're wonderful. I love you. You're handsome. You're just great all-around people. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week. Okay. Toodles. Toodles.